Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Dead 202, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, another Moose Day Tuesday has rolled around and we've hit the second day of this week that we're spending in Mark's Gospel. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the friendly, curious cow. So Marvin, you're looking a bit red in the face today. Oh yeah Dave, yeah, I've just come from cowball training. Oh I see, so how'd it go today? Oh yeah, pretty good, Dave. Oh, you know, I love cowball. I I think I might want to be a cowball player when I grew up. Oh, wow. Well, yes, then you'd better be training really hard if you want to be that good. Oh yeah, Dave, yeah. I practice every day, you know. Ah, good for you, Marvin. Well, I tell you what, while you get your breath back, let's get right to our reading. Now, yesterday we saw how Jesus was way more powerful than even a huge storm, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Well, Mark isn't done showing us just how powerful Jesus is. Oh, okay. Yeah, so who's reading for us today? Today, we're back to our friend Margaret. Oh, hi, Margaret. Hello. Today's passage is Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 20. They went across the Sea of Galilee to the area of Gerenesenes. Jesus got out of a boat. A man controlled by an evil spirit came from the tombs to meet him. The man lived in the tombs. No one could keep him tied up anymore. Not even a chain could hold him. His hands and feet had often been chained. But he tore the chains apart, and he broke the iron cuffs on his ankles. No one was strong enough to control him. Night and day he screamed among the tomb and in the hills. He cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus a long way off, he ran to him. He fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, Jesus, Son of the Most High God, what do you want with me? Swear to God that you won't hurt me. This was because Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus asked the demon, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied. There are many of us. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, Send us amongst the pigs. Let us go into them. Jesus allowed it. The evil spirits came out of the man and went into the pigs. There were about 2,000 pigs in the herd. The whole herd rushed down the steep bank. They ran into the lake and drowned. Those who were tending the pigs ran off. They told the people in the town and countryside what had happened. The people went out to see for themselves. Then they came to Jesus. They saw the man who had been controlled by many demons. He was sitting there. He was now dressed and thinking clearly. All this made the people afraid. Those who had seen it told them what had happened to the man. They told about the pigs as well. Then the people began to beg Jesus to leave their area. Jesus was getting into the boat. The man who had been controlled by demons begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him. He said, Go home to your own people. Tell them how much the Lord has done for you. Tell them how kind he has been to you. So the man went away. In the area known as Ten Cities, he began to tell how much Jesus had done for him. And all the people were amazed. Thanks, Margaret. Okay, yeah, so more demons today, Dave, huh? Yeah, and this time lots of them, Marvin. Now, they said their name was Legion, and a Roman legion of soldiers back then had somewhere around 4,000 to 6,000 soldiers, 
Now, that doesn't mean we can say for sure that there were that many demons. There might have been, but there sure were a lot because they took out like 2,000 pigs. Okay, yeah. But even though there were that many, Dave, they were no match for Jesus, huh? Now, that's exactly it, Marvin. I mean, let's just imagine a fight between people. Even if we imagine the best fighter in the world against just 1,000 other men. Well, he wouldn't have a hope, right? But here, Jesus comes up against thousands of demons. And the demons are terrified, begging Jesus not to hurt them. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's like you said yesterday, Dave. I think I kind of forget just how powerful Jesus is. I mean, thousands of demons? And it's not even a fight. They just get scared and they all want to run away. Yeah, and then the people are terrified when they hear about it later. Yep, it's like we said, Marvin. The true power of God is terrifying. Just like the disciples we heard about yesterday in the boat. When these people got just a glimpse of it, they were scared. They knew very well they had seen the power of those demons when they had been in that man. And now, this ordinary-looking man called Jesus, just by the power of his word, had banished them all. This ordinary man was not so ordinary. They saw what he had done. The man with the demons was back to his right mind. Two thousand of their pigs lay dead. They didn't really understand who this Jesus was, but if he could do that, well, there was no telling what else he could do or would do, and so they just wanted him out of there. They wanted him to leave. Yeah, okay. But Dave, how come Jesus wouldn't let the man come with him? I mean, it kind of seemed like he wanted to be a disciple. Yeah, and you can understand why, right? I mean, Jesus had just rescued him. But going with Jesus, that wasn't a bad thing, but it just wasn't the job that God had for him. Jesus wanted him to go and tell his family and his friends and everyone in his community what God had done for him. Oh, okay. And you know, a couple of chapters later in Mark 7, we read that Jesus went back to that place called the Ten Cities where he had sent this man back to. And when he does, crowds of people come to see him. They bring their sick for Jesus to heal. This man had spread the word. Now they knew something of who this Jesus was and what he could do. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't that Jesus didn't want him. Yeah, that's right. Jesus just had a different plan for him, different work for him to do. And boys and girls, God has different work for all of us. He might call you to be a minister and have you teach people about God up at the front on Sundays. He might call you to be a missionary, to go to a faraway place and tell people there about Jesus. But also, he might call you to be a teacher. He might have made you to be a fireman or a policeman or a farmer or a scientist or a cowboy player or who knows what. God has his people all over the place doing all sorts of different work, but doing it all for him. Well, how do you mean, Dave? I mean, if I was going to be a professional cowball player, well, what's playing cowball got to do with God? Well, Marvin, the other cowball players need to hear about Jesus, right? Oh, yeah, sure, everyone does. That's right. So a Christian cowball player might be just the person to tell them, Marvin. Sometimes using words, but also the way you live and the way you act, right? Sermon on the Mount stuff, being salt and light, remember that? Forgiving our enemies, all that stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. And if I was a teacher? Well, both the students you would teach and the other teachers in the school you worked at. Well, God could use you to point them to Jesus. Okay, I got it, Dave. So whether we're doing sort of churchy type stuff or just normal stuff, well, God can kind of use us everywhere, huh? Exactly, Marvin. Today, boys and girls, think about what work God might have for you. Think of the people you know who don't know about Jesus. Kids and teachers at school, maybe other kids in your football team or in your dance class. Today, pray for them. That's the very best thing we can do. Ask God to save them. And ask God to help you to be salt and light. Ask him to help you to point them to Jesus by the way you live, by the way you treat them and treat other people. And with your words. 
God might use you to answer some questions they might have about Jesus. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pray for my friends on my cabal team, Dave. You know, they don't go to church or anything, so I don't think they know about Jesus. That's a great idea, Marvin. And, well, that's really all we have time for today, so let's say goodbye, and tomorrow we'll be back with our old chum Benjamin. Oh, yeah, great. Okay, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.